1: Welcome
2: to another episode of Hard Reads on the Prediction Channel. I'm TK Breeze. It's Austi, and we will be talking about our two uh, subjects today, which are dangers of the uh, idolizing figureheads, and of course, uh, community update update about everything that's been happening lately. Uh, first and foremost, Austin, how you doing?
3: Uh, I'm good, man. Uh, just hanging in there as usual. Uh, how about you? How- how's everything?
2: Yeah, same, same old, same old, you know, just kind of hanging there, trying to keep myself busy, occupied, trying to figure out how to keep myself entertained while also staying safe from COVID, so, you know, just, that's the hard part right now, I'm still not going anywhere, can't really go out to bars, can't really go out to hang out with my friends, and so, honestly, the only time I really get out of the house is, to, like, to walk around, my neighborhood just to kind of get some sunlight and like I really wish there was more that I could do than that but that's like the safest thing I can do so
3: yeah that's pretty much the same on my end too Dan it's uh it sucks because like it's like I feel like maybe we should have been able to go out and do some stuff by now but it's just it's a mess so yeah
2: so uh yeah with that being said though uh, I guess we can get into our I don't know let's say the salt. Let's do the community update first cuz that's like the softer topic and probably leads into the other things. The community update is that obviously more people have uh you know been outed from the last time we talked about it. It's been about 15 days uh, since we had our uh, last episode of Hard Reads. Um a lot of people have been called out I think that like now that time has settled we can kind of like talk about everything in a grand scope. Like I think that there's obviously varying degrees of what was said and, and and to an extent I feel like some of the stories felt like they were just talking about like, I don't know, like a bad breakup, which still I think it outlines some of the abusive behavior. But sometimes like, you know, sometimes like that bad breakup is just what it is. It's a bad breakup. But for the most for the majority of what was going on uh there was a lot of underlying issues within the smash communities as far as um uh, underage uh, misconduct as far as sexual misconduct of uh, of multiple types um and i think that what kind of determined like the severity of them was one the, the crime and two, the the uh like the response to it so on the large or the weird part of the spectrum you have senpai who was you know obviously been c- uh accused of Grooming a minor or having sexual relations with a minor, and she has said literally nothing since. And then on the other side of the spectrum, uh, you have me who was accused of uh, something uh, or accused of uh, grooming someone in their sleep. And I, uh, even though I did not fully believe the way that, that story, or I feel like I, I feel like I still don't know um, how to really like say it because, like, again, it's one of those things where like I feel like this potentially could have happened, but I. Don't think it happened maliciously. I think it was one of those, like, I, like, I move a lot in my sleep, and I feel like in some way, like, my arm maybe, like, went over in, uh, over into that area, and then, because, like, because I don't remember any of this interaction. So, uh, but regardless of that, I knew that there has been other things that has happened in the past that, like, I feel like I never really, like, addressed or atoned to. So I just, you know, I, like, handle it in a way where I, I decided to, apologize for my past uh, behavior if I hurt anyone because I know that somewhere out there there's someone who may have had to deal with a shittier version of me and even though like 30 year old me is you know great and woke and all and all that shit you know 22 year old me wasn't as great or woke and I feel like those are like the two big spectrums there have been some people who have come out in between where they've come out with an apology but it didn't like really seem like an apology there's some people who deny their their actions and then uh came out and then said, never mind, this is all true. Uh so it's I don't know, man. It's like the community's in a really weird spot right now where I don't know uh what to make of it. And if we are just kind of like in a vacuum right now of seeing all of this crazy stuff happen right now and so it looks bigger than it actually is. Or uh is it actually as big as it appears and will there be great change in the future?
3: I, I like to be uh, glasses high, full, half full type of guy. I mm-hmm. like to be optimistic about this. I think this is a good thing that all this is being brought to light, and we're starting to remove members from the community, and uh, you know, just allowing them from going to tournaments, not giving them a voice anymore because of the past actions they did. Because it's unacceptable. If we were to allow it, obviously, like we're setting a precedent that that this is okay. Um, in regards to your stuff TK I was actually hella impressed by how you handled it how you just you just fucking apologized and you and you were willing to grow from it and learn and you had that the, the, those little shows too um with uh, uh what's her name uh Devin yeah Devin you had that show with Devin and
2: uh yeah. well see the see the thing is like I the, the information that was given for it was so vague that like I honestly could not pinpoint a time, a place, or anything like that. However, um, I realized that, like, it doesn't matter what the circumstance or situation behind it was, you know, like, this person feels like this thing happened, right? And I can't, you know, even if I don't fully, like, you know, remember or agree or even think that that happened, I think that the fact of the matter is that, like, in some way, I hurt this person in a way that, like, I should not have hurt that person, and that's what matters more than anything. We've been talking a lot about intent versus impact. And even if my intention was not the intention that was put on me, the impact was still left. So, like, I need to apologize for uh, impacting you like that, you know, um, and anybody else that, like, I have impacted like that. And that's why, like, I feel like a lot of people could have, I don't really say stayed, but a lot of people could have, like, shown that they have grown or whatever. I've shown that I've grown throughout the years because, yeah, whatever this happened, this could have been like seven years ago. This could have been five years ago. This could have been ten years ago. I don't know, but I know in the last four to five years, I've been like, you know, I've shown that like, you know, I'm grown. I'm grown up. I'm trying to have a more responsible outlook on life. I'm trying to. I want to help people. I want to make people not feel marginalized and all that good stuff. That's not going to get erased off of one mistake over, you know, years ago. But what will? show that I haven't grown is if I came out really, like, swinging at the fact that someone is trying to blame me uh, for something. And I think a lot of people came out swinging, like, I'm innocent, you know? Oh, like, these people are out to get me. I don't think anyone's necessarily out to get me. I think someone just felt hurt, and they wanted to express that they felt hurt. And I agree with their um, feelings of, you know, wanting to express that. I'm always about open and honest conversation. So, yeah, but... I wasn't going to sit there and, you know, badmouth nobody and call them names. Unless it was like 1000% a lie, then I would have been like, all right, yo, this is a attack. But for a lot of these stories, I feel like people were already on the defensive as soon as the story came out and just trying to prove their innocence instead of just being, instead of proving that they have changed as a person, um, you know, from whenever this interaction has happened.
3: I think that's a super important fact is that so many people, that we've seen were so intent on proving their innocence over anything else instead of like, okay, how about thinking about why this longer was made? You know, even, Mm -hmm. even, even if parts of it aren't true, there's gotta be some truth to it, right? Why would someone just make up a random story about that? Like it's very rare.
2: It really was the, 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 um, owning up to it. I think was what was the better idea for most people or what, what most people should have done. Mm. if there was any semblance of truth in your um, you know, twit longer or whatever, or or whatever accusation you got, if there was any semblance of truth, I think that you needed to, you know, address that, like, you can understand, at the very least you can understand where this person is coming from and this was not my intent or something like that, but no, everyone was just like, no, bro, no, that never happened. I'm never like that. No. Yeah. and 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 a lot of this, like, when you think about it, like, you have to put, like, a time um, gauge on it and see if that is, like, behavior that has not changed. You know what I mean? Like, um, if I did something in 20, 2008, right? And I'm like, guys, you know, that that was so long ago. You know what I'm saying? I've obviously grown from this point. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, that is a valid you know, thing to say. Like, it's been 12 years. Like, hopefully I'm a different person. But if I'm doing shit in 2019, you cannot use that same offense or or that same, like, uh, you know, statement. You can't be like, yeah, guys, I've changed. Like, that's literally been a year. You know what I mean? And it's not even been a full year at that. So most people will not believe you that you've changed if you did something in December 2019. Like, that's just not how that works. That's been only six months. You still probably harbor some of those tendencies that could be problematic um from that point
3: yeah it's uh it it's tough because every human being grows obviously like i myself was a completely different person 10 years ago uh and the fact that we're showing that we're growing and that we're willing to listen is something that's important that i feel like every smasher and every every person in general just needs to learn how to do just how to listen instead of getting defensive about everything it's it's really hard to do though because you know people are so set in their ways and being able to the 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 prospect of changing like maybe maybe even like a core value of yourself sounds like it's devastating because it's so hard to like try to change who you are because of that so yeah i don't know i think i think it's good that some of these people i mean obviously there are some acts that are just like nope i don't care if you changed, bye you know like if you killed someone yeah, yeah. If, if you rape someone you know like something like extreme like like there no take no second chances like you're done
2: right and and like for i've seen a lot a lot of people have come in my into my stream asking me if people could be redeemed to come back i don't really like that question right now because it's too fucking early like we just we're still in the in the spot where more people could be coming out. We don't know, um, but it's too early to worry about. You know, if Zero's going to make it back, if Naira's going to make it back. I think what you should more worry about is: Are they going to, uh, you know, are they going to right their wrongs, uh, and are they going to like if they need to? I don't think I'm just using their names, but if they need to, if this one of the this is like a real issue, like are they going to seek help? Are they? Are if you're still, you know like degrading women because you see them as less than or some shit like that, like you need therapy, bro. Like that's, you know, you need you need to seek help and find a way to get a better way of thinking or stuff. You know, if you still are, you know, chasing after minors uh, when it's legal, you know, you need help. Like, and if you're going to go out and get help, then that's great. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be getting help because you want to get back to, you know, making money or get back into smash me. You should be getting help because you realize that your actions are wrong and that you would like to actually change them. Um, so yeah, I'm not really worried. I'm not I'm not too much worried about if if um if people who have been out and who are like getting banned and stuff are coming back as of right now without any change or you know recourse of actions or anything like that. If you if we don't see any change or anything like that, then um then like how are we to know that this won't happen again? And and it really it really is a case by case basis. I still don't think that Hugo should come back. I don't I don't care how long it's been. Uh, that man got off free for uh straight up, like hard sexually assaulting someone. And uh and he, it, you know, they gave him a year ban, but most people are like, nah, man, let's, you know, it's ban me longer. I don't really care for him to come back. I don't really care for, you know, senpai to come back. You know, that's a very heinous those are very heinous crimes. Those could be jail defenses. But you know, in, in other lights, there are people who I feel like could just kind of like work on themselves and then be welcome back in. I don't really have names as of yet. Like, I'm not thinking about someone who uh, would, but just, you know, I could see it. I just don't want to talk about it right now, basically. like Give it, you know, give us some, some rest time. Let's see what happens when tournaments start back up, and then we'll, we'll go from there.
3: It's like we don't need to make any knee-jerk reactions because we have so long until local tournaments are back. Like, so like, what's the point of even debating it right now when things yeah. could change in a month and in, in a year, like things could change. Maybe someone could, you know, show that they've changed. Like you said, maybe, or, or like, and you know, there, there's so many things up in the air that we don't need to be yeah. talking about stuff like that right now. I think, I think right now we should be focusing on helping people, you know, right. and just, just hearing out people. That's the most important part. just, listening to the victims and listening why they're upset like even if even if you see it as something extremely minor maybe it's extremely major to them you know so yeah we just gotta start listening to the community
4: man yeah and before next topic guys a quick word about betonline.ag there is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners betonline.ag Sports are slowly making their way back, and BetOnline is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. And if you need even more, they have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events all day, every day, live on their website. Looking for something other than sports? BetOnline has hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, eSports, and prop bets to check out. Visit BetOnline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE for a free welcome bonus. That's one word, BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your wagering experts. And now, let's get back to the podcast.
2: And so,, uh, I guess that kind of leads into our next topic, which is idolizing you know, top players, top personalities and stuff. really got to stop doing that. Um like I, I tell people this all the time, so i i have I feel like when it comes to me, um, I am definitely like very open and honest with like my chat as far as like who I am and what is what I stand for and when I'm annoyed, what annoys me and when I'm like depressed or things like that because I feel like i'm I'm pushing a narrative that is okay to talk about those things. but Unless, like, we've, like, hung out or we've, you know, had extensive conversations, you you still don't really know me. Like, you know things about me, and that's great, but you don't really know me as, as like, the person that you are typecasting me for. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you see me as some hero or whatever, but, like, you literally only see me on stream, you don't know me. And that goes for almost everybody um, that comes to... to, to like, that streams and that is a top player and that has, like, a following and things like that. And most of these people aren't nearly as open as I am. So, say if I'm saying that you don't know me, then there's no way you know, you know, Nairo, really, or that you know uh Zero, really, or Cosmos, really, or Mars, really. You know what I'm saying? So, it's okay to be a fan. You should definitely, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a fan of anyone. Uh, obviously, the reason why we are such big personalities uh, and things are because of fans. But to to take that and to start to, like, say things like when when stuff was coming out for certain people, people were like, nah, man, he's not like that. How would you know? Like, how would you know? You know what I mean? Like, you've never seen that person in a party setting or you've never seen that person in a, you know, in, in a setting with, uh, or you never talked to that person about, like, you know, sex or, you know, attraction and stuff like that. So how would you know? And I think that, like, that's the line that is continuing Continually getting crossed when it comes to idolizing people. Like you think you know them because of what they appear on stream, but you don't really know them at all. Like you know their character, but you don't know their person.
3: You know? Yeah. Like like they're literally showing you what they want you to see. Yeah. Like like they they control what you what 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 is shown out there, especially on YouTube when you can edit. You know. So like whatever they if they say something bad on a YouTube video, it's not even streamed. They could easily just edit it out before they upload it. So that's even easier there. But Twitch as well, you know, people are way more careful with what they say and how they present themselves that you don't know what someone's like at their low, you know, or like in in different situations. You've never met the person. How do you know they would never do that? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And and like, I, I appreciate that people can relate to me, you know, and care about like me or whatever. But like at the same time, like we really, you really have to like know me know me to be able to say things like that you know like sharice katixia both of these people i've hung out with in real life uh for years you know i've me and sharice have known each other for uh, like 11 or 12 10 years now and uh me and know have known each other for like four or five and it's like but like we've hung out in outside uh settings you know what i'm saying like we we've hung out in uh like not streamer said it she came came they've come to my house you know we've like went to bars all that, all that kind of stuff so yeah i just you know what i mean like it, there's that's the difference like you can hang out in my stream all day every day and that's great and i appreciate that very much so i really do but like until we're we're hanging out doing random stuff or chilling on my couch and shit i i won't say that you really fully you know know me and that goes for literally everyone um that you will look up to that you're watching, that you're idolizing or whatever, whatever you got to stop idolizing and just be a fan. You know, it's okay to be a fan. It's actually great to be a fan, but do not put that person on a pedestal that they do not deserve. That's pretty much the point of point of that.
3: Yeah. Goes for anyone, not just smash commentary it goes for like actors, people who do art, people who make video games. Like you can respect the craft, but don't like, don't forgive them because it is something terrible. As an example, like if someone, Created something amazing, right? And they found out that they raped someone or sexually assaulted someone. And uh, like, you know, oh, but it's fine. We'll forgive them because they made this great artwork. What if that person they affected would have made something better than them? But because that happened to them, they stopped and gave up. You know, you'll never know. Like, these people can destroy other people's lives. And you can't give them a pass because they did something great. You know?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So uh, moving into our Twitter questions, let me go ahead and uh, wrap this thing up. We didn't get a crazy amount of Twitter questions, but I was kind of late on throwing it out. We still got some pretty good ones, though. So from Horace Pipe Jr., he says, uh, I've seen the argument that mentions uh, that the mention of abusers should be completely scrubbed from the community. What impacts would this have on uh, Smash history? Uh, honestly, a lot. I mean, you, you have to think about who was called out and what they have done before then. You know, you have Nairo. Won multiple things, had one of the largest, well, had the largest following of Smash as far as it goes with uh, Twitch and like subs and stuff. You gotta think about zero, 57 or 54 or whatever, 50 plus win streak. You gotta think about, you know, D1, he's commentated multiple, uh, you know, multiple high level tournaments. Uh, You gotta think about uh, Anti, Juan Ceo, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, you gotta think about the moon, you gotta think about DJ and all their little doubles runs. Like, there's a lot of history that will get erased by like, um, uh, by, like, erasing those names. You gotta think about HBox, if he actually had ended up getting canceled for whatever reason. HBox is, you know, a pillar of the melee community, and like, that would just, there's so much you'd have to get rid of if that was the case. So I don't really know how to go about that. Um, I think that maybe, you know, heralding them as the GOATs may come to an end, but I don't really see why you'd have to erase literally every video that, you know, D1's ever commentated, or every time that um, hbox Box has ever won, or Nairo's ever won, or whatever, whatever. Like, I don't think that's going to change anything for what is currently going on. I think it's not about erasing the past, I think it's about moving forward in the future and making sure shit like this doesn't happen anymore.
3: Yeah, that's the most important part is focusing on the future. I don't think you need necessarily need to delete everything or race history. I think it's okay for history to like just ex- it's, I think you know, zero's win streak or whatever. Like, all that stuff can stay. It's just as long as you know what they did. You know, like, because, like... It, it, it's hard as commentators, you know, because we we build these stories for these players over the past years and years and years about, like, oh, the rivalry was this good, blah, blah, blah. And now it's just, like, when we come back, it's, like, do, do we start fresh with, like, brand new stories? I mean, I, I, that, that eventually... We'll find our way, but in the beginning, it's going to be kind of rough.
2: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much where we're at on, the, on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, low tier hero says, what are your thoughts on 8.0 patch and where do you see we fit now? Maybe we're only play 8.0 patch one day. Um, and uh, I played all the characters that got buffed. Per- Kirby is is pretty good, but still Kirby will say, suffer from the same issues of being too slow. Uh Falco's super dope um arms amendment uh, was pretty cool i like her a lot i don't think i would man her but she was definitely pretty fun uh we fit trainer that fort air buff is probably like the biggest uh buff that she's got so far for there already was like technically safe on shield for most options like if i fort air f tilted you most likely get hit unless you were like unless you like mario Naired perfectly you know what i'm saying um and even then i think that would still lead to a trade but now uh, I just straight up beat it out, you know, and it's like just that fast. Uh, the for, for me personally, the deep breathe or the sun salutation uh, buff was nice because I do get a lot of chaos with sun salutation and uh, down smash and up smash uh, being faster was nice as well. So definitely really good buffs for Weefit. I feel like if she was already high tier, so she probably just moved up a little bit um, in the high tier, but not not near top tier. I think she's just like, you know, maybe like the middle of high tier now, in my opinion uh overall though i think it was a good patch i think that like i don't really think i don't even really think right now anything needs to get nerfed um you know they, if they decided to hit joker a little bit more just on Arsene, like i could see that but uh for the most part oh and if they if they, if they actually put like an extra frame on game of watches UB b or some shit like that's about pretty much my only wish list i guess
3: yeah, uh, this patch is good. I would love to see an offline tournament with this patch and see w- what top players are doing with Min Min. Uh, mm-hmm. I think my for my wish list, the only thing I would change, because I actually like the balance of Smash Ultimate. It's probably one of the most balanced mm-hmm. Smash games out there. Uh, it, it, but it's because you have 80 plus characters now. And uh, that's a lot to balance. But if I had to take away one thing, it would definitely be just just lower the counter from Joker to be smaller. That's it. That that's literally all I want to do. I think his, okay. his counter range is a little too huge. So people, you know, like Crom trying to get back to the stage. They, it's just a they're dead. They can't do anything because it covers the ledge. The counter is so huge. Yeah. So yeah, other than that, like I think the game's in a really good spot. Um, yeah. Debuzz did mention that he thinks Kirby is top tier. Did,
2: did you, you see yeah, that? Okay. De Buzz has opinions. Okay. It's just
3: yeah. yeah. I just like I can't
2: see it because Kirby can't catch anyone. The uh and so like it, he has bad ground speed and he has bad air speed <laughs> and his dash attack is not safe so like
3: Bro, you, when he catches up uh,
2: i mean when he when he gets it going he gets it going but i mean it's like honestly as long as you avoid it down there you're probably fine like you know for like the majority of the game so it's just i don't know man i i play that character a lot too because i've always liked kirby uh, even in Melee, I still played Kirby, but I just
3: Oh God, I'm sorry.
2: I would never ever oh, no, I didn't play him like, you know. Oh, I was a Falcon man. Just, <laughs> you know, if we were doing low tier stuff, I'm gonna play some Kirby, but um and Pichu. Man, my Pichu used to slap. But uh <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know, man. Uh I think Kirby is better for sure, but I don't think Kirby is definitely not high tier. No, nah, no, nah, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe like mid tier as Kirby usually ends up being. So um we got Sagarumil Patel. Big shout out to Sagarumil Patel, the boy. Uh, says, hey guys, I hope you're all doing okay. This is a less serious question, but I wanted to know how you and Austin met. When did you guys decide to do the Hard Race podcast? Uh, keep up the good work. Uh, I don't remember when we met.
3: It was... I I, I started traveling the tournaments in 2015. Like, like super traveling. So I had to be somewhere in that year. I don't remember what tournament specifically we met. But okay. we just... We met one time. Oh, was it Apex? Apex
2: 2016? Uh, Maybe that the one. Oh, that was the one after the building collapsed. Yeah, collapse, right? the the rebrand. Okay. okay. Uh, probably. Uh, probably. We, I mean, I we feel didn't like get, that's... We,
3: didn't, we didn't get close until later.
2: Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I I assume that's probably around the time you were mm. you're big into Pokken, right?
3: Uh, For yeah, I while. was when when okay. came out, yeah, or when it when it was between the Wii U and the Switch, like somewhere around there. I was big into it.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So something like that. And then we decided to do the podcast um, because uh, well, prediction hit me up. And then I was like, well, I don't like, you know, I, I basically told him that I didn't want to do all the like the research uh, aspect of like, you know, if we're going to do like tournament results and stuff, I told him I like, look, I'm not like a researcher. I don't really do stuff like that. I was like, but I do have a researcher friend who uh, could, you know, do the research or whatever. And then we we'll, can use that as a show. And so at first the show was actually just gonna be me, but like Austin was gonna be back around doing the research. But then I was like, you know what? I it'd probably be better for me not just to be talking to myself the entire time, especially if like uh, the first few episodes aren't like big on viewers. So then we brought Austin on uh as the podcast uh second host, and uh yeah, that's how we ended up here. So it's been about a year now, I think.
3: Yeah, it's been over a year. And,
2: oh, over a year, certain mm-hmm. words. So yeah, man, big uh big shout out to you guys for you know supporting us for this long and Big shout out to Prediction for, you know, having us around for a year. Uh, so, yeah. That was, yeah. All right, moving on. We got uh, Crazy, was that Crazy Andy? Saying, uh, do you think 18 plus tournaments will be a thing? Uh, I don't think so. I think that if anything, it would be more so like, you know, same tournaments, but if you're not 18, you need like a guardian. And your guardian doesn't have to be your parent. It could just be like, you know, your cousin that's like over 18 or someone that can just hold you, be held accountable for you if anything are, are to happen to you as a minor. So that's... I think that is probably about the closest we'll ever get to limiting tournaments. I don't think anything more necessary than that is needed. I think 18 plus tournaments is like kind of a... Uh, I don't know. I, just, I feel like it's a bad idea because of how competition works. You know, 15-year-old, uh, 14-year-olds can be just as good as 30-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I would, I don't want to... Like see that division split uh, over the fact that like a couple of people don't know how to not talk to minors. This isn't like a, a world, or this isn't like a 90 percent uh, issue in the smash community. It's, a, it's just an issue that happened one time too many regardless. Like it doesn't matter if it's one person or a hundred people, that's still uh, one time too many. And so that's what we're trying to stop. but I think the doing the 18 plus turn this thing is a little too steep right now.
3: I've been warming up to the idea of having different brackets for one that's 18 plus one that's under it. Cause at first I was against it because of the reasons that you stated, but uh, someone pointed out that when you separate minors from adults in bracket, even though they're attending the same event, it creates this atmosphere that they are not peers, which is correct. They're not Um, a 30 year old. Is not competing with the 14 year olds because the second they, you know, they fist bump and they go into a match, a 30 versus 14 year old, they're on the same playing field, which in life they're not whatsoever. And I think that's where it's been able to become a little bit more rampant, is because the people who have become pedophiles or have uh, you know committed action acts with minors, they have somehow like it's almost like it reinforces the idea that this is okay because they're my peer. You know, and I feel like if we were to separate that, it could help with people's mindsets a little bit more. Again, I don't know if it's the right answer or not, because I also love competition and like want to let anyone in on the competition. I would love to see, you know, a 16 year old become the best in the world, you know, uh, M.K. Leo. And uh, but it, it's so tough. Like I, I feel like there's no right answer.
2: Yeah, I, I get. Yeah, I don't know this there's the right answer right now. Again, we're we're all kind of. I think we're all just kind of waiting out to see what fucking happens. We don't. We don't have. We don't know when tournaments are coming back. Uh, we don't know if they're ever coming back because, like, you know, this COVID, like the COVID stuff, is, like, it literally went down. It's literally started going down, and everyone just lost their fucking mind and went outside, and now it's right back up. Uh, yeah, even higher than before. Like that was. I don't. I don't understand the the logic behind that, but yeah, just out of nowhere. You know, there was, like, one report that, oh, yeah, man, like, you know, after those two weeks that most of us were supposed to be staying at home, we went down, like, 2%. And everyone was like, that's enough. And went outside, and now we're up, like, 40%. So, you know, great job, America. Um, so, yeah, I just, I don't know if anything is, I don't know. I'm not really worried about tournaments coming back right now. And that sucks because I definitely miss going places. But I'd rather not catch a disease that could fuck up my respiratory system for the rest of my life so um i'm good
3: same I'm good. bro you just want to move to canada just want to don't, go I up mean, don't to- they have
2: coronavirus too bro
3: it's they're handling it a lot better than us that's <laughs> true that's true <laughs> like, so. like people are people are closing their borders to our country man so like yeah, and yeah. i miss it so
2: all right i, I miss it uh I guess, I guess, yeah. For the that was like the last question we had. So thank you guys for watching another episode of Hard Reads. Uh, We'll have more stuff to talk about with you next week. Uh, If you ever have any topics that you think that are are worth the discussion, uh, you can always DM me, or you can just tweet at me directly. My DMs are always open, and I do see everything. I may not reply to everything, but I do see everything. Um, So yeah, just you know, if you ever have any discussions or anything like that. Otherwise, you can always just wait around until I drop the uh, thread. Asking for Twitter questions because that's actually one of my favorite uh, segments of the show. Um, guys, be safe. Be good to each other. Austin, you got any final words? No, word. Make good no. choices. Man, just make good choices, man, and protect the ones around you and yourself. I'm TK Breeze. This Austin. And we, uh, we will see you guys next time. Have a good night.